Hello, and welcome back to the Vedic Vessel Podcast. I'm your host, Holly, and in today's segment, we will discuss the cosmic weather for the week ahead. I do want to give y'all a heads up that I have been extremely sick. I have been completely debilitated for over a week. It wasn't until just yesterday that I started to feel well enough to actually get out of bed, eat real food, and do things. I needed a ton of rest and am honestly still in recovery mode. The reason I'm saying all this is because this sickness has forced me to forfeit a whole week's worth of work and writing for the podcast. As crappy as I may feel right now, I am committed to showing up and creating this episode for you, but this week I will be giving y'all the short and sweet version. I will also be skipping the personalized horoscopes this time, but next week we will continue on with the deeper, detailed episodes, so thank you so much for your patience and your understanding. Just as a little disclaimer, I'd like to remind you all that I am a Vedic sidereal astrologer, so the system that I study and use is the Eastern Indian system of astrology, which goes off of the true astronomical placements of the planets at any given moment. So if you are familiar with the Western tropical system, the information I'll be sharing with y'all will not correlate, since the tropical zodiac is not in sync with where the planets are actually physically placed in the sky. And if you'd like to know where the moon will be transiting in your birth chart this week, please go visit my website, www.thevedicvessel.com. Click on the offerings tab and then birth chart to calculate your unique chart. That way you can follow along with this episode and all of the forecasts to come. All right, let's jump right in. On Monday, January 3rd, the moon will be in Capricorn in the nakshatra of Uttarashada. The Sanskrit word Uttarashada is translated to the final victory and is represented by an elephant tusk. This nakshatra holds deep integrity, leadership ability, and concern for humanity. Monday is a great day for starting anything new, laying foundations, being a leader, and making time for spiritual pursuits as well. Not the best day for travel, impulsive actions, or conclusions. On Tuesday, January 4th, the moon will continue to move through Capricorn into the nakshatra of Shravana. This nakshatra is represented by the ear and is all about gains by awareness. This is a wonderful day for diving deeply into content by listening to music, mantra, podcasts, and reading. Focus on learning, whether that be about a specific topic or about your inner world through meditation. This is also a great day for socializing, counseling, and beginning new ventures. It's best to avoid aggression, risk-taking, completing activities, or lending any money on Tuesday. On Wednesday, January 5th, the moon will be in Aquarius, in the nakshatra of Danishta. This nakshatra is represented by a musical drum and is referred to as the Star of Symphony. Danishta translates to the wealthiest one, so there is an association to finances and the material world. This is a wonderful time to enjoy or create music and dance, as well as take care of any financial matters. All celebrations, ceremonies, and rituals are supported when the moon is in Danishta except for marriage. 
avoid any restrictive behavior, and try your best to go along with the rhythm of the day. On Thursday, January 6th, the moon will be continuing through Aquarius, primarily in the nakshatra of Shadabishak. This nakshatra holds a lot of healing power, as the Sanskrit word Shadabishak translates to 100 physicians. Represented by an ox cart or empty circle, there is so much potential on this day for deeper learning and exploration. This is a wonderful day to take herbal remedies, schedule a doctor's visit, or do some inner healing work. We may feel a bit more secluded on Thursday, and that is totally okay. Take some time for yourself. On Friday, January 7th, the moon will be between the signs of Aquarius and Pisces in the nakshatra of Purvabhadrapada. This nakshatra is represented by the two front legs of a bed or funeral cot and indicates a strong relationship to the element of fire. There is an association to purification and sacrifice with this nakshatra, and although I don't urge anyone to partake in any dangerous or risky activities, traditionally this is supported when the moon is transiting Purvabhadrapada. If there is something you must sacrifice in order to transform, this is an auspicious day to go for it. Friday is not the best day for new beginnings, initiations, travel, or dealing with authority, though. On Saturday, January 8th, the moon will be in Pisces in the nakshatra of Uttara Bhadrapada. This nakshatra is represented by the back two legs of the bed or funeral cot and also holds the essence of purification, death and rebirth, but the energy of Uttarabhadrapada is not as intense as the energy of Purvabhadrapada. This nakshatra is less about sacrifice and more about the wisdom and power that comes from it. Saturday will be great for calm and peaceful activities such as reading, research, meditation, and development of the psyche. This is a wonderful day to support others, but also accept support from others. It's best to be still on Saturday and protect your energy. Avoid travel, quick actions, and too much physical movement. And finally, on Sunday, January 9th, the moon will be in Pisces, transiting the final nakshatra of Ravidi. This nakshatra is represented by fish swimming in the sea, similar to the traditional symbol for Pisces as a whole. The Sanskrit word ravidi translates to the wealthy and has a connection to prosperity and abundance. Not only wealth in the financial sense, but wealth of knowledge, awareness, and experience. This is the last nakshatra of the cycle. Sunday is a great day for ending and completing things before the beginning of the next cycle through the 27 nakshatras. Because Ravity is ruled by Mercury, this is also a great day for business deals, transactions, exchanges, and charity work. Sunday isn't the best day to start anything new or take immense action. It's best to reflect on this cycle, tie up any loose ends, and relax in preparation for the next big adventure. I deeply apologize that I am unable to get to the horoscopes for each of the 12 zodiac signs this week. I know that that can be super helpful, but
but I do not want to overwork myself since I am just getting over this sickness. We will be back in full swing next Sunday with more detailed weekly cosmic weather and the personalized horoscopes, but I do hope that today's episode was still helpful for you. It was short and it was sweet. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode three of the Vedic Vessel podcast. I'm your host, Holly, and I will talk to you all very soon. Namaste.